Y'all doing okay? Feeling Pretty fine good. and frisky. Oh, yeah. Man, it's gonna be like a fun and flirty episode. We're gonna have some like, mm -hmm. you know, a little bit of shoulder, a little bit of little smile <laughs> a little and wink. Shoulder. Uh -huh. A little bit of elbow nudges, you know. I might even roll up my dress and show my ankles. Oh, oh, O'Shaughnessy. Oh, 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 O'Shaughnessy. That's what we call a revenant striptease. Hey. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh. Cool. Um, all right. So the start of this episode is going to kind of be up to you guys a little bit. As I know this arc has been so far, it's going to have to be largely self-guided insofar as I'm just sort of waiting for you all to tell me what you want to do, and then we can run with it. It's a little bit more open-ended. If there come points where you don't really know what to do next, or it seems like you've wrapped up a set of actions, there are more plot beats I can drop for you, so don't feel like anything has to dead end. Um, this is more going to be like, once you are satisfied that you've pursued something as far as you can take it for a certain time period, then that's fine. We can close it up and go to something else. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So, um, as of our last session, we had sort of... Session. Session. Uh, we sort of <laughs> finished up with Siobhan leaving the sheriff's office. Yeah. So, it is up to you whether anybody has, like, an action or a scene they want to take tonight, or if we want to just move on to the next day, or next several days, or whatever pacing you all are interested in. Martha, I know you were interested in talking to Hawk, but I'm not sure if that's something you still want to do, or if there are other things you'd rather accomplish, or if anybody has an idea out of character for something you'd like to do. Floor is open. Um, I definitely know that Martha um, was thinking about talking to Hawk. Um, I don't know if it's super pressing. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think we should go ahead with, um, with Siobhan. All right, we're doing this. Okay. Okay. Whew. My my heart just spiked a little bit. Okay, okay. got so this. Then, so, so then here's the scene. You've just walked out of the sheriff's office. Yeah. You know, you've said, all right, you know, good night. Thanks for your time. You've walked out, presumably still wearing your sunglasses. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Paint, paint the picture for me. Set okay, the scene. so I'm walking out, and I am going to uh, go to the Chevan. Okay, great. And I get in, and I mm -hmm. drive just around the corner. Okay. And I wait. All right. Until I see Sheriff Danvers leave. <laughs> Whenever his shift is up, mm -hmm. is how long I wait. Oh, you sneaky. Okay. Excellent. You drive out. You set up your, your stakeout position. Mm -hmm. Um. You had gone over after your shift was over, but there was still a few hours left in the evening. I think that probably what happens is fairly routine closing procedure. The uh, the receptionist leaves probably a few minutes before her shift is actually over. But sure. it's not like they're particularly busy this evening. There are no pressing legal matters currently in the town of Revenant. And then we'll say about seven minutes after eight, Sheriff Danvers, you see the lights go off in the back office. Then you see the lights go out in the front lobby. Then you see him step out, close the door, and lock it behind him. He walks over to his car and pulls out of the parking lot. Great. 
Um, I'm assuming that there are some sort of uh, security cameras around the police station. Um, well, what do you guys think? I mean, it's 1996. This is an Alaskan town town. with probably 300 people in it at most. Um, Yeah, I don't think there are cameras. I was just thinking even like CCTV or something like that. Okay, okay. How about this? Mm -hmm. Um, Why don't you... Why don't you just like roll a die for me and we'll sort of judge this on a luck metric and we'll see how... A 2d6. Okay. And then we'll, we'll roll like for... A fail will be worst possible outcome for you. Mixed success will be like a challenging situation, but not sure. an insurmountable one. And then a total I, success will be good luck. Am I adding anything or just straight up and down? Just, I think just a straight up and down roll. All right. That's a seven. Okay. So a mixed success, which is probably the ideal outcome in this circumstance. Mm-hmm. So we'll say that there are two security cameras at the sheriff's office. The first one is angled just over the front door. Um, and it sort of doubles as both a security camera and also a way for the receptionist in the office to tell who is at the front door if somebody comes, like, on business. Right. So we'll say that that one is there. It's positioned. It's very clearly visible. Um, We will also say there is another security camera, and you do not know where that one is. Hmm. Hmm. It's up to you whether or not Siobhan suspects that the other one exists. But I'm I'm telling you that because you got a mixed success. Like, there is that knowledge, but there's also going to be an element of me holding something against you. Sure. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go. And let me see what I have. Got it. Okay. I am going to try to... Which, which direction is the camera out front pointing? It is mounted, like, just above the front door, angled Mm -hmm. down so that it can view anybody who is, like, walking up towards the front door. It probably has, a like, a view radius of a few feet in, you know, in, like, the half circle in front of the the, the entrance. Okay, so it's not angled toward one side or, like, towards the door or anything? No, it is, like, directly above the door. Shoot, okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and go around back. Okay. And I'm assuming that the sheriff's office has a window? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. I'm going to try and open the window. Okay. Um, how are you You just trying right now to push yeah, it I'm up? Yeah, I'm going to see if it's locked first. Okay. Um, so it is locked, and the only handle to sort of maneuver it anyway is on the inside. Hmm. So I don't think that there's a, a handle on the outside to push the window up. So even if you manage to get it unlocked somehow, you're still going to be faced with the challenge of trying to lever it up. But uh, it does lock from the inside and the lock is currently engaged. Now, it's not any sort of additional security measure. It is just a standard window lock. Okay. Hmm. Well, I don't want to break the window. (laughs) That wouldn't be the most awesome. No. Is there a way that I can, like, cut the feed either like clip a wire or shut down electricity it like is there an electricity box that i can like flip some switches or something this sounds like it would be some sort of sharp roll so why don't you roll to investigate a mystery and then we'll sort of tweak the questions as necessary to make them relevant to this okay ah that's a six 
Ooh. No dice. Okay. So you, where are you looking? I was just like, I, I'm imagining that I just know that there was a camera out front. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to first try around back and like try the window and see that it's locked. So I'm going to circle around because on the approach from the side lot around mm-hmm. to the back, I noticed no electrical boxes or anything. So I'm going to try and like continue around to the one side that I don't know what's okay. on it yet and just try and like see if there's something there. Got it. You continue around to the other side of the sheriff's office and you notice that this is the part of the building where there is another door. It's like a fire exit. You know, according to code, there can't only be one way into or out of the building. So there is another Mm -hmm. door. It's sort of towards the back on the far side of the building. And you notice this door, but as you are walking over to continue your investigation, you actually trip. And what you have tripped over is you've tripped over an electrical wire running along the ground. But... As you look up and follow the wire, you notice that what it leads to is another security camera, which is pointing down towards the area around that door where you now find yourself. Okay. Uh, Well, I'm going to take out my big knife and cut the wire. Okay. (laughs) Do I need to roll to do that? Uh, No. I mean, you have a huge knife. It's an electrical wire. I don't think there's any damage. I mean, I, I am curious... Me, mm-hmm. Alex, doesn't necessarily know what the implications of just slamming a big knife into an electrical wire are. I don't mm. imagine they're great. True. True. But huh. okay. If if you know something I don't, and you know that like no, knives I, are, I are strong against actually, wires, I didn't actually think about that. <laughs> As a fan of your character, uh huh. Well, maybe we could retcon and say like I don't actually do that, okay. but at this point. Well, I'm on camera. Yes. So it's the damage is done. Um, and I'm going to try and just like see if the fire door is can be pried open. Okay. Um, I wish there was like a luck roll in Monster of the Week just sort of set up as standard. Um, mm-hmm. What are you doing to try to get it open? Are you just trying to force it? Are you... Uh, yeah, I was going to see, like, what kind of lock is it, and if I can, like, wiggle my knife in there to pry open the the lock, or, like, push it open. Okay, great. Um, is that something Siobhan has done before? I don't know. Does Siobhan have a history of lock picking? No, she, not, not quite. She hasn't exactly needed it. Okay. Uh, I mean, hey, you know the character better than I do, so, uh-huh. um... I just want to sort of know narratively what obstacles we're working with here. This is very much out of her wheelhouse. Gotcha. Why don't you roll and act under pressure for me? Okay, and that is cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That is an eight. Okay. Great. Um, Let me think for just a second here. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. So we have a couple of options here, and I will sort of place the ball in our shared court as we figure out how we want to resolve this. I Mm -hmm. don't know how... I guess the first thing I'm struggling with here is how to give you, like, a mixed success on this particular encounter. Because the action you are trying to achieve is a little bit black and white. 
uh-huh. in terms of, you know, you either get in or you don't. We already have a consequence set up, which is the camera that you are currently on. Um, and so it doesn't seem right to make that part of this mixed success. It seems like that's something that's already sort of baked into the situation. Sure. Um, now, I do still actually have a few holds you against have, you. Yeah. Yeah. And my inclination is to say this might be a good time to use them. I think that this yeah, is a place where the stakes being justified a little bit. Um, so let's do that then. So yeah. I think I have three holds against you. I'm going to use two of them right now to okay. turn this mixed success into a failure, essentially. And mm-hmm. so I think, in my mind, that means there are probably two distinct bad things that happen that turn this into a bad situation for you. Yeah. So I think the first bad thing that happens is... So describe to me again how you're trying to like get this lock to open. Sure. So I, I figure out I've so been you, seen. you try the handle, and the handle, it doesn't unlock. Mm-hmm. The door is locked. I'm going to jam my knife into the... Uh, okay. wedge between the door and the frame and try and jiggle mm-hmm. the, the lock so that it I can just open it. Okay. Great. I think the... F- okay, I think what happens here is there are two distinct problems. The first problem is um, you are unsuccessful in getting the lock to open. You are not able to accomplish that. The okay. second problem and the challenge that makes this a higher stakes situation is that you also can't get your knife out of the door. Great. That's my favorite knife. Siobhan <laughs> thinks to herself. Okay. Um, hmm. Well. Shoot. Okay. Well, I'm already on camera. I'm going to go around and try the front. Okay, great. What are you trying to do at the front? The door is locked. Mm-hmm. So what's your, what's your entrance strategy? Bobby pin Bo- it? Bobby pin it. Okay, fantastic. Um, again, is this something Siobhan has done before or something that you've just, you know, can be done? I know it can be done. <laughs> okay, great. Roll an act under pressure for me. Okay. Oh my God, it's another eight. <laughs> well, that's a mixed success. We'll take it. So okay. we'll say that you do unlock the door. So Mm -hmm. I will give you that. In terms of a consequence, I kind of feel like there are already several. Yeah. (laughs) There are are a lot of sort of stacked uh, difficulties here. So I think really the mixed success here is probably that, well, I mean, I'm trying to figure out basically if... I have an idea. Okay, what's your idea? Um, So maybe like the bobby pin gets stuck in the door and uh, in the lock and... So, like, when Danvers gets there in the morning or the secretary or whatever, mm-hmm. they'll see it and know to check the cameras, mm-hmm. whereas before they might not have known. Oh, they, you like, oh so they God. will think to look at the cameras in the first place. Yeah. Because they might not have suspicious. noticed the knife sticking out of the door. Yeah, that huge <laughs> knife just out there, yeah. Uh-huh. But to be fair, that is the back door. So I guess there is the possibility that Siobhan could have come back and retrieved that before anybody would notice. Sure. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I, I'm going to tell you, as soon as I got caught, I was planning on going and just removing the security sure. tapes. Sure, I figured you were, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, they yeah. could see, like, if I do that successfully, that they're gone. So hmm. I, I don't know. 
Yeah, let's but do that. So even, the bobby yeah. pin jams in the door. I think that's okay. a that's a cool like environmental sort of stealth scenario consequence. I like this. Sure. I like okay. trying to run a, a heist game in Monster of the Week. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, so All you right. make it in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, just to make this more interesting, I think it's less interesting if it's just a matter of, like, this gets stuck, that gets stuck, this this gets stuck. I think yeah. this situation is because what you're failing at is acting under pressure. You're not failing at, like, a strength check. You're not failing at doing a thing correctly. You're failing at you, Siobhan, holding up under the circumstances. That's kind of how I interpret that role. Mm-hmm. So I think what happens is not necessarily that the bobby pin gets stuck. I think it's that your adrenaline is rushing. You've already encountered several obstacles. At this point, yeah. you're kind of just trying more and more to get things done and get out of there as quickly as you can. And you just, as soon as the door is open, you just, you pull it open and go inside. You don't even think about, like, cleaning up the evidence behind you. Sure. Okay, so sense. you're inside the police station. The lights Great. are all off. Um, mm-hmm. There's probably, like... I'm trying to figure out if there's like a low level light that stays on just so whoever comes in first in the morning would be able to see. Because uh-huh. it is Alaska. There are sure. many parts of the year where it's just dark like all the time. Mm-hmm. So there's probably like a very dim overhead light. Okay. If not, I do have a flashlight. Yeah. That's not so much what I'm concerned about. Like I know you okay. can maneuver around uh-huh. here. I'm just like atmospherically. I think there's okay. a dim like overhead light. Mm-hmm. One of those like fluorescent office lights that's just kind of at a, right. at a very low low hum maybe uh-huh mm-hmm. okay um well i'm gonna drop low and crouch down because okay you know don't want to get seen from anybody on the outside mm-hmm. and i'm gonna make my way back to the sheriff's office okay and do i know where he put the files that he showed me i think as of when you left his office and I want to make sure I'm not retconning anything, but I think he put them back in his desk drawer. That's I believe what I that we too. both we both saw that happen. So yes, you do know which drawer he put them in, or right. you know which drawer he put them in before he like before you left the office. Right. Um, I'm going to go and open that drawer. Okay. Um, I think the drawer is probably locked. The office is not, but the drawer <sighs> probably is. I'm very sorry. However, um, uh-huh. there's. Like not necessarily any reason to believe that the keys to that drawer would not be in this building. Okay. Um, I'm going to look on, I think the first place Siobhan would suspect is the back of uh, his door. Like mm-hmm. if he, you know, is leaving the day he locks up, leaves the keys on the door or like by, by the entrance to the door. Got it. Um... You're making me think way more about the inside of the Revenant Sheriff's Office than I ever have before. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Detail work. I love it. Um, I think that... Give me just a second. I have to make sure Reaper didn't stop because my computer display went to sleep. Oh, no. Reaper's usually pretty good about that. This is no audacity. Okay. Yeah, no, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I just get spot and song flashbacks, like, all the time. Yeah, yeah. How true. So you look at the back of the door... Let's say that you don't see any keys immediately, but mm-hmm. you do see his uniform jacket hanging on the back of the door. Okay. I'm going to rummage through the pockets. Okay, great. Yeah, the key. The, there's a ring of keys in there. Great. How many? Four. I'm just going to go through one by one. Okay, great. Uh, the first one does not work. The second one does not work. The third one does. Sweet. 
All right, I'm going to open up the drawer. And you said it was a manila envelope with like the prongs, right? Yes. Or is it like all a, sealed up? A big manila envelope with the little prongs, like the tabs that seal it closed instead of okay. being licked sure. shut, you know? Okay, great. I'm going to take it out and, and try and read through it. At least okay. like skim it and try and get the over the overview. Excellent. Yeah, love it. Okay, so here's what you find out. You turn the envelope over in your hands and you see again, very briefly, the logo of this construction company. And I don't think we decided on a name for it. I don't have a specific one. If that's something we want to come up with, we can. It will continue to be relevant, as you may have assumed. Mm-hmm. So group think, what's a good name for a, for a construction S- company? Small Sammies. Small, Small Sammies. <laughs> that's just, that's how we've been naming companies. So I, I don't know. That's how businesses uh, are named. Uh, that's how we do things in Alaska. How about... Um, Zenith Construction. Let's make sure that's not Ooh, already a thing. Love it. Sure. I like Zenith. Oh, yeah. Make sure that's not already a thing. Oh, that is already a company. Is it in Alaska? Damn it, Andrew. It's in Texas. Then we're fine. That's close enough. Oh, no. Never mind. It's in New Jersey. That's then we're close even enough. Okay. Nobody cares what happens in New Jersey. Uh, wow. <laughs> Tell that to our New Jerseyan listeners. New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay, so Zenith Construction Company, uh, and you turn it over, you slip out, there are many pieces of paper inside, and they are all sort of stapled together in what you find to be a set of blueprints. Can I Maybe tell unsurprising the for a construction company, but surprising given the circumstances. Yes, you want to see what can they I are? Tell, yeah, can I tell what they're for? Mm-hmm. Uh, at first, you don't necessarily make sense of what it is that you're necessarily looking at because it's not anything that makes any sense to have in Revenant. It's not something that would exist in this area, but it seems to be plans for some sort of large-scale hotel. Okay. Like a resort of sorts. Huh. That does seem odd Mm -hmm. anything else you're trying to glean from this uh from this document or set of documents um you said it doesn't look like it belongs here but is it planning on being built here can i tell that at all why don't you roll and investigate a mystery roll for this fantastic i'm not good at that one especially when i roll you know what i'm gonna go ahead and use a luck point wow okay Fantastic. So that's a complete and total success. That's I want all of the information I can get. Rolling a 12 on this thing. I want, yeah, I want all the information I can get. I think that suits the narrative okay. better yeah. than no, I think it does. Like having these documents and not seeing what they are. Yeah, and I love it because I think that, you know, you've incurred a lot of possible consequences on yourself. So it makes sense that, <laughs> yes. like, to go ahead and just get the most out of it that you can. Yeah, that's yeah. a good payoff. So, okay. Um... I think the best way to do this is just for you to keep asking me questions that Siobhan would have and then for me okay. to keep bringing up answers. So in terms of is it planning on being built here, uh, yes, absolutely. The plans are for an area that is inside the technical jurisdiction of like the town of Revenant. It does count as inside Revenant city lines or whatever, but mm-hmm. it is also 
perhaps infringing on part of the forest um, okay. in a way that I think you, Siobhan, are concerned is essentially parkland. Right. Okay, so that's a big, big-ass resort. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything, any sort of letters between people other than just like the blueprints that I can glean who it's who this package is is from and to specifically I know you said it's the Sloftons are involved yeah so the envelope is addressed from Zenith Construction Corporation to mm-hmm. Mortimer Slofton um, directly so that is the addresser and addressee there is the other envelope in the drawer Oh, I forgot about that. Which is addressed the same. I mean, it is worth noting, like, this one has the bendable metal tabs on it. It will probably be easier to make it seem as if it has not been opened. The other one, like, if you tear into it, it's going to be apparent it's been torn into. Got it. (sighs) Okay. Um, Well, I think I've pushed my luck enough with with getting in here. I don't want to totally give myself away i guess sure do you have any other questions though you rolled quote unquote a 12 so right i'm trying to think um tim and addison do you guys have anything because right now i andrew cannot think of can you not like shine your flashlight on the the back of the letter see if you can catch any any words or anything from it that's a good idea can i do that yeah sure you can Sure, I'll do that. Do I need to roll okay. something or do I just do no, it? No, that's an awesome idea. Um, but the way the letter is folded over on itself, the words all sort of, uh-huh. you know, overlap each other. So there's nothing that like stands out, like maybe a name that's in bold. Another good question. But again, I think with the paper being trifolded and inside an envelope, I don't think the flashlight's going to give you what you need there. I will give you sure. this. I think this might be more narratively interesting to you. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny to me. So. I think that you are standing there with the blueprints in your hand. You're coming to these conclusions, and uh, it is obviously alarming to you. I think as you're standing there, what I want you to envision is the sort of cinematic shot of Siobhan's face as she's flicking through these pages. And then Mm -hmm. out of the corner of your eye, you spot through the window between the sheriff's office and the receptionist's office a Xerox machine. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, when you said spot uh, through the window, I got all geared up like something spooky yeah, was going to happen. Too. Yeah, me no. too. Okay. And I was like, Alex, how is this funny? <laughs> a Xerox no, machine. It, uh, both comedy to... and horror are based on the subversion of expectation. Ooh. And that's from the Jordan Peele School of Storytelling. That's right. Huh. Okay, I'm going to go make copies of it. And okay, while, great. while they're making copies, I am going to look for the... VCR or what have you that the camera feeds into. Okay. I don't think that's particularly hard to spot. I, this is 1996. This is Revenant, mm-hmm. Alaska. I don't think it's a particularly elegant setup. I think it is right. literally like a VCR that is above the receptionist's desk. All right. I'm going to take the tape out. Okay. That it's recording onto. Sure. And I'm just going to take it with me. Okay. Great. And... Now that I'm thinking about it, I, I feel like Siobhan is standing there with the VCR mm-hmm. and the Xerox machine is is making copies and all uh-huh. of this stuff. <laughs> Which, again, I just love. Mm-hmm. And she's like kind of looking back and forth between the VCR and the Xerox machine and back to the office and smash cut to her getting 
uh, letter opener and slicing open the other letter. Okay, awesome. She's come this far. <laughs> wow, I love it. Okay, fantastic. Um, I should have typed up this full letter so I could just send it to you, but mm. uh, what information specifically are you trying to glean from it? I want to or know... Or are you just making a copy of it as well? Mm, no, I'm not going to make a copy of it. Okay. You know, because I'll take the blueprints, right? Mm-hmm. But then at, after the blueprints, I'm, I'm going to, like, put them... Sure. Somewhere, I think. And that's, like, maybe a little bit less suspicious that, mm-hmm. you know, someone in the park office would have this thing that's kind of on to the right. park lands. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, a personally addressed letter, I think that's probably not a good idea to have a copy of. Uh, so Fair. I just want to I want to read who it's from, who it's to, what details there are, what the purpose of the hotel or resort is, and any other nefarious deeds. Okay. Unfortunately, there is not much information on it. I mean, there is... <laughs> this is not like an official stationery that monologues in detail about the villain's schemes. This is not a correspondence that says, ah, finally, our plans have come to fruition and we shall destroy the economy of Revenant. Like, it doesn't say any of that. It is, simply put, a business letter between the representative at this construction company Mm -hmm. and the uh, presumed mayor, Morty Slefton, simply stating that the uh, blueprints and... Shoot, what is the word I'm looking for? Schematics. The blueprints and schematics for the construction project that they discussed at some length have been prepared for his perusal at whatever point he wishes to approve the uh, next phase of the project and move forward. They can discuss the finer points of the contract in person. Okay. Does the sheriff or the secretary have envelopes on their desk or anywhere around it? Absolutely, yeah. The receptionist definitely does. I'm just going to go ahead and refold the letter, put it Mm -hmm. in a new envelope. Okay. Just like kind of scribble out what was on the front of the envelope. Mm -hmm. Not even trying to match the the calligraphy, but just make it, you know, like maybe it wasn't torn open. Mm -hmm. Maybe it looks the same. Um, And then I'm going to go through the fire door and try and like, you know, just, I'm imagining it's a push handle Mm -hmm. that locks from the outside, but you can still get out from the inside, um, which I'm imagining means my knife falls. All right. Good thinking. And I'm going to get out. Okay. Sounds great. With the, with the copies. Okay. I love it. Great. So that was everything I wanted, right? I got the blueprints, the letter. Got the VCR and my knife. Did you place the original copies of the blueprints and the envelope back? In oh, the yes. Drawer? I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put everything back roughly how I found it. I don't remember if you know the letter was on top of the blueprints or the blueprints on top of mm-hmm. the letter. But I am going to put the blueprints back in the folder. Put the folder back. Fold up the letter. Put the letter on top of it. If I were back a cruel in the GM, I wouldn't have even asked you that. I know. I know. <laughs> Okay. I, I just assumed that I did that because I wouldn't just leave them out, but um, yeah. Okay, so. And then you steal the keys and leave. Oh, no, I'm going to put the keys back in the <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
Let's go through it oh, one more time. Oh, you don't lock the door? You <laughs> so don't lock the cabinet? Okay, so here's everything that happened. <laughs> I put all of the documents back, lock the drawer, put the keys in the jacket, turn okay. off any lights I turned on, shut down the Xerox machine. I can't, I, I don't know that I left the bobby pin in the front door. Sorry. Oh, bless you. Okay. I don't know I left the bobby pin in the front door, so I can't go and unstick that. Right. Right. Um, grab the VCR, the blueprints off the Xerox, and the envelope that I cut open. I'm going to take all of that, go through the fire door, grab mm-hmm. my knife, go to my car, and leave. Okay. I love it. Cool. Where do you go when you leave? I am going to the library. Okay. Because if there's anybody who loves a government conspiracy, it's Mariah. (laughs) Fantastic. Hey, everybody. This is your Keeper speaking. Thanks so much for tuning in yet again to our official Horror Borealis heist simulator. Be gay, do crimes, make... Xeroxes. Anyway, we're so glad to have you here, and we are so thrilled to welcome all of our new listeners. If you've made it this far this quickly, congratulations. I know we've seen a pretty big uptick in our numbers recently, and we are so, so grateful to everyone who takes the time to share the show or recommend it to their friends, live tweet it, make incredible art with it, or however it is the word is getting around. We literally could not do this without you. As exciting as these past few episodes have been, and as much as the action has picked up, believe me when I say they are nothing compared to where this art goes from here. After a bit of a recording hiatus owing to our real-world schedules, we've started churning out new episodes on the Patreon again, and you are not going to want to wait to catch up on this next adventure, trust me. So, you don't have to! Pledging even just a dollar a month to the Cryptid Keeper on Patreon gets you access to all the currently available episodes of A Horror Borealis, as well as bonus content for the Cryptid Keeper podcast itself, and all the other side projects we produce at various tiers. Your support, either promotional or financial, is what allows us to keep producing the show and to keep improving it as we go. But hey, there are plenty of amazing, totally free shows out there you could be listening to as well. Like, for example, Arms of the Tide. Arms of the Tide is an actual play about fighting for what's right in an original, magitechnological world on the brink of catastrophe, using the mutants in the night system. Join Quinn, Joe, Chanel, and John, and revel in the laughs and gasp at the drama while the only things standing against the apocalypse are a robot with a fondness for stray cats, a wolf made of living plants with a bad case of depression, and a private eye who is so done with all of this. Or you could be listening to All My Fantasy Children, where each week Aaron Katana says and Jeff Stormer take a listener-submitted prompt and, using some of their favorite tabletop RPGs, create an original fantasy character. Along the way, they share laughs, stories, verbal hugs, and populate a shared universe one story at a time. And those are only a few of the wonderful shows available over on the OneShot Network. We're proud to say we are in really good company. As always, the part of Mariah Harris is played by Addison Peacock. The part of Martha Campbell is played by Tim Werner. The part of Siobhan O'Shaughnessy is played by Andrew Giada, who also composed our excellent theme music. And I'm your keeper, Alex Flanagan. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the rest of the show. Bye!
I think it's probably about 9.30 at night at this point. Oh, I was thinking a lot later. I mean, cool. I was thinking a lot later too, but I don't know that this took that long. And I did say it was shortly after eight when the sheriff left. So unless mm -hmm. you like waited a lot longer to start your heist. No, we can say like 9.30. Can we say closer to 10? Yeah. Okay, let's say uh, 10. Let's say 10.02. Okay. okay, it's 10.02 when you roll up to the library. Okay. Great. I'm not even going to knock. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just walk in, see if the door is unlocked. Mariah, is it? I'm imagining at 10.02, nobody is coming and you've locked the door and closed it, but I don't know. Yeah, um, probably locked. All right, then I'm going to shout, Mariah, open, <laughs> open up. Okay, so I go and open the door. <laughs> I just walk in and say, you need to see these. Okay, see what? I, Siobhan, lays all of the spreadsheets and, and blueprints out on the table and say, this was locked in... I can't believe I did this in the sheriff's desk. Okay. And I mean... it's it's from Zenith Construction to Slofton. Okay. Now I don't know I don't know exactly what this means because like I I don't know to me it's just a building that looks like it might be on some parklands but it seems like you know if he's involved and it was this big secret thing that nobody knows about then who better to like figure out what it is than than you? Do you Thank think you. this, like, um, means anything? Let me see. Um, I, I looked through everything. Okay. Um, is there anything in particular you're looking for? Um, is there anything that I would notice that Siobhan didn't see? Mm, roll plus sharp for me. Okay, let me uh, get my dice roller up. I haven't had to roll a dice in so long. <laughs> Mood. Uh, well. Oh, no. What'd you roll? I rolled a three, and then my sharp is plus three, so that's a six. You are so At very At least sleepy. you get experience. <laughs> yeah, you mark experience. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to help are, out. You are, again, gonna, very sleepy. You get a paper can I, cut. Can I help out oh. somehow? <laughs> so I that it's like a mixed cut. success. How would you help out? Uh, good question. It's fine. You can help out if you want. I mean, you're still going to have to roll for it, but you have uh -huh. to be able to convince me that there is a way that you could help out. Yeah. Mm, I I don't know because I Andrew don't know what mm -hmm. all this I mean, means. So I don't if, know if you just like either. if you just start pointing out things like the connections that you've already noticed, maybe that'll make it easier for Mariah to piece things together. Okay, so I'm going to lay out the whole story and say I was called in, Mariah. I was called into the sheriff's office and he showed me that there was a package and uh, uh, an envelope mm -hmm. for. Slofton, and he wouldn't say who it was from, but he wanted me to know about it, and and that makes me think maybe it's not just what's on here. Is there anything? I mean, I don't know how much you know about like building codes or something, but is there anything on here that looks like it's not just strictly for like a resort? Hmm. Any anything that seems like not not kosher? Is there? This is me asking Alex. <laughs> that is an that's an eleven for me. Oh, for dunk. Okay, so you help out. Also, so, I'm racking so Alex, up some is experience. There? Is there? Okay, um, I think that you can ask me one specific question about these plans. I don't okay. think that on a mixed success I can just go around like explaining no, and folding, like it. revealing the machinations to you. But no, I get that. Um. Okay. Uh. 
Okay, one question. Uh, um... $100. No. I she don't didn't ask how much it is. $200. Alec, what? Why you did it go up? Your... You're wasting my time, kid. All right, so in all seriousness. <laughs> no we, deal. Um, what sort of thing can I ask? Sorry, I don't know why this is the power of this is overwhelming me. Oh, no, it's okay. It is like a fairly large scale open-ended question. So... How about I point out things that are very plain on the paper, and then you can figure out what thing you want to deduce from them, maybe. Yeah, okay. Does that, is that useful to you? Yeah. Okay, so first things first, it is very clearly, again, as Siobhan noticed, blueprints. They are blueprints and schematics for, again, uh, what seems to be some sort of vacation resort um, inside Revenant City Limits, but ostensibly stretching onto park land, or possibly, like acquiring some of the mm-hmm. park land like it's it's not really clear that boundary seems to be very ill-defined and okay. i think that even without having you know that specific information you probably are getting the impression that that's not accidental i'm trying to figure out what else would be like immediately obvious from looking at this mm. okay if you don't have a specific question you want to ask actually i think there's a piece of information that i could reveal to you that might make this interesting yes please give me Okay, so I think you're looking at these plans and you're going over them and there's really not a whole lot that you can necessarily glean from them. Uh-huh. Um, and you're kind of racking your brain trying to figure out what this all might mean, but you notice something that Siobhan did not notice, and that is a date on the top of these blueprints. And it takes you a moment to understand the significance of it, but you then realize that these are not nearly as recent as you had been assuming. These oh. blueprints are about two months old. Oh, okay. Siobhan. Yeah. These are from a little while ago. Look at this. How? That's weird. That's two months ago. Why would, why would they just now be... Why would the sheriff call me in about this two, mo- two months late? I don't know. Good question. Can, Alex, can I mm-hmm. tell where these blueprints are specifically, like, cutting into the forest land? Yeah, so I think that it's not necessarily that, like, the building itself does not cut onto the forest land. Uh-huh. What is happening here is that the, like, schematics and renderings are depicting a resort that is, like, in the mid, like, backed up by forests and natural Mm -hmm. land, and very clearly, like, relying on that to attract visitors, and you are suspecting that that land that it is bordering on is park land. So it's not necessarily that the building itself is, like, on any publicly owned property. It's more that, like, this is probably going to have implications on the forest land around it because they are going to be building extremely close to it. Can... I'm assuming Siobhan would know. Have they already started building? So that's where the question comes in. And that's why the two months ago thing is notable. Mm -hmm. Now, Mariah actually has a plus one forward on this storyline 
And Mariah, I don't know if there's a better way for you to use that right now, except to remember the flashback you had earlier, which is that at least as of several days before you went into the forest for the hide behind, you noticed people you didn't recognize in town. Yes. Wearing the kinds of clothes that labor workers might wear. Yes, I did. Hmm. They've already started construction. Well, shit. Let's go get Martha. We're going to go out to the construction site. Okay. Yeah. We're going to destroy a construction site. (laughs) Set it on fire. Burn that wood to the ground. (laughs) I'm concerned. Oh, man. I had missed Dark Side Martha. (laughs) Yes, so have I. Okay. I think that both of you run out the door of the library. I mean, I, I don't presume to tell you. Do you run? Do you walk? Do you take some other mode of exit? I full-on sprint. Okay. You don't even, like, get in your van? No, oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna walk. Okay. You are both... I want, I want you to imagine real quick, set mm-hmm. the scene. I burst out the doors, run to the Chevan, do one of those sweet car hood hops and slide across and and roll off the side and get into the driver's seat. Oh, Buckle my seatbelt. And Mariah is just like kind of walking. And it is just <laughs> so dope. But as soon as you hit the ground on the other side of the like sweet hood slide that you did, and it is like so choice. Your landing it's is perfect. So choice. Your landing is oh, so yeah. perfect. But as soon as is. your feet touch the ground and you are like about to revel in the coolness of this moment, um, you actually stumble because the ground shakes again. Oh, oh. Shoot. Yeah, we need oh, to go. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Ha ha. Yeah, we need to heckin' go. We need to get out of here. We're going to Martha's? We're going to Martha's. Going to Martha's. Starwipe at Martha's. <laughs> Starwipe. Absolutely. <laughs> so you're uh, at Martha's. Hey, guys, and then Starwipe at construction site. <laughs> <laughs> You star wipe to Martha's, and it's you two standing there saying, and that's what happened. And that's what's going on. <laughs> and that, Martha, is what ha- is what you missed. Okay, great. Um, so you head up to where you presume the construction site to be? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All three of us. You're taking the Chevan out there? Yes. Sure. As, as you were driving out, you notice the trees doing that thing again where they appear to be rustling in the wind. But again, mm-hmm. there is no wind to speak of. In fact, I think that probably at one point you even like crack the window to try to figure out if you're seeing what you think you're seeing and you are. There are subtle shifting movements happening all along the forest. And after a minute of this, as you get closer to where you know the construction site to be, you start to hear those sounds again, those deep rumbling sounds. And in fact, as you get even closer to the construction site, there's another sound as well. It's almost a cracking, almost a creaking. It's the sound of wood struggling against itself to move in ways that are not natural. It's the sound that branches make when they're under the burden of entirely too much snow, or the sound that panels make as they warp in 
bitter weather. It's a horrible sound. And when you finally pull up to the spot where you assume the construction site to be, it's hard to tell what you're looking at. Because you know what trees are supposed to look like. And you know what construction equipment is supposed to look like. And this is some horrible, mangled mess of the two. It's almost as if trees have engulfed the machines that were moving against them. It's almost as if the forest has moved itself in self-defense. It's almost as if the same actions that were being taken up against these woods have been wreaked horribly back upon the aggressors because all you see are twisted arms of steel and blades emerging from the enormous tree trunks that appear to have swallowed them. And there are no other people to be seen. Oh, that's scary. Well, if trees can do that, imagine what wow. squirrels can do. <laughs> oh, that's oh so scary, God. Alex. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Thanks. It's a horror game. What do you oh. do? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call on Legolas and Gimli and Aragorn. <laughs> I uh, don't know. I feel like we would need Merry and Pippin because they're the ones that actually oh, like, are. talk to Treebeard. Damn, you're, true. The, you're right, you're right. Gandalf uh, the White. He <laughs> was in there too. Yeah. Um, uh, can I... Um, is this a good time to investigate a mystery? This or? would be a great time to investigate cool. a mystery. I'm going to do that. Okay, cool. I got an 11. You got a 7? 11. He said 11, right? 11, okay. 11, yes. Cool, then ask the requisite questions. Oh, shoot, I didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get these questions out. Uh... Investigate a mystery. Well, we kind of know what happened here. That's your first one? Yeah. I mean... I mean, I think I was pretty clear. So, yeah. I mean, trees got the got the machines. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Um, yeah, I mean, I can give you a little bit I, more detail if that's the question you want to use. Well, is this, is this now vacant? Or are they... Uh, still trying to do their construction what can do we mean? tell anything about that like have the construction workers left are they still trying to work on getting these trees down and getting this hotel up um i think you're thinking on a different timeline than i'm thinking on okay you are looking like i think you need to think of this as happening much more recently <laughs> so like you're asking me oh, if oh, oh okay so yeah. this is something that happened like in a day so like maybe the construction workers weren't even there to see this that information i can't necessarily give you well yeah but so this has happened much quicker than what i was yes. thinking in my head just a second yes. okay um where'd it go no i don't want to ask that they're right there <laughs> i don't know is what's being concealed here i guess like um 
probably like one backhoe and cool. Maybe yeah, the it's, remains it's under of a bulldozer. A, under a few twigs. <laughs> uh, what is being concealed here? Um, I mean, is that is that one of the questions you want to ask? You're more than welcome to. You have three questions, so like, use what you want to use, and I'll try to make it. I'll make sure I'm giving you some new information, no matter what. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go ahead and use that one. Okay. What's being so, concealed? What's being concealed here? Um. So I think probably what's being concealed here is. I'm going to sort of spin this question as like, what information do you not necessarily still have that like this situation has not made clearer? Because it's not like the situation, like this is revealing some information to you, right? But I think that maybe something that you are now forced to think about maybe or now something that you know you don't know which before you didn't know you didn't know is that you didn't really fully comprehend to what extent these trees were animated and you still don't totally know that so i think what's being concealed by just like sort of the circumstances is you've seen these trees sort of move in very subtle ways or you've been aware of their moving through like circumstantial evidence rather than watching it happen and you still haven't seen it happen but you're sort of forced to reckon with the fact now that they're capable of much more than you had previously assumed right and this seems like a conscious action not just like yes exactly moving around a little bit so i guess what would be concealed would be like motive you don't necessarily know why these are doing this although i think it's it's probably pretty clear it's kind of clear yeah (laughs) yeah um is there anything i can so like what kind of creature is it like i'm trying to get if there's any more connection that i can kind of grab yeah yeah um so these are tree ants that's kind of the the general nomenclature they are trees which are alive i think though that like rather than being tree beard type things that like pick up their tree legs and walk around these are more like uh the other kind of animated tree in lord of the rings (laughs) the one that like (laughs) swallows up and like tries to eat the hobbits in the first book it's not in the movies yeah um it's in the extended cut i think but anyway um this is more of like a reactionary force still and earlier you were getting the impression that it was more like responding to stimulus as opposed to like conscious thought. And you still get that impression. This is still clearly much more of a like, these are a connected network that is responding to trauma rather than actively preying on anything, right? It's like- Okay, these yeah, didn't... so kind of like a Venus flytrap sort kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Like there aren't, they don't have eyes, they don't have arms. They're just, they are trees but they are trees that are animate. Right. I don't know. Do you guys have any other ideas for questions? Because, I mean, at least this list isn't helping out much. Um, I don't know. I, I would ask, like, what what could hurt it, but I don't want to hurt it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Do you want to no, maybe I'm take your sure. last hold from the read a bad situation list? That I was just looking over there. Um What's the best way to protect the victims? And by that, I mean the trees. Okay. The treants. That's a good question. I like it. The best way to protect the victims, here being the trees, are to, well, is to, um, 
figure out what's going on with these construction plans and put a stop to them. Okay. So, I mean, I think you are getting the impression that whatever is happening here either is a threat to the forest or the forest sees it as a threat and will defend itself if necessary. So there needs, like, this needs to be halted before the, uh, the actions that are coming from the forest stop. Like, there are going to be increasingly bad magical surges and, like, these ground shakings and, like, moving in places that they are maybe not supposed to be if this process continues. Right. And also, it's going to be really weird for those construction workers to see mm-hmm. all their equipment just, like, mangled by trees. I kind of want to get in there, get into the construction site. It's not fenced off or anything, is it? No. Okay. While I'm walking yeah, around, do I notice you. anything, like, uh, about the tools or anything? I, I don't know exactly what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels a little cheap just to roll another investigative mystery. Yeah, okay. So you you are walking toward the construction site, walking up into the construction site. How close are you getting to these trees? Um, Probably close enough to reach out and touch them. Okay. I think as you approach them, like as you are going maybe to touch them, you hear that rumbling sound again. Um, and the branches near you start rustling a little bit more agitatedly. Do you still want to touch it? Um, I, I don't want to touch it without first establishing a connection. Right. But... Is that something you want to do that? You want to try to connect well, to this Well, I remember from last time it was so overwhelming because it was so vast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I don't... I don't know. Um... I'll give it a try. Okay. Um, oh, this, hey. I think instead of a tune-in, is just going to be like a straight up and down use magic roll. Sure. Well, that's still a 14. That is dope. Nice. <laughs> okay. What are you trying to do specifically with this connection? Like, um, are you just trying to get a sense of what's happening here? Are you trying to, like, communicate? Are you trying to control? Are you trying to calm it like so, what is what are you aiming for here what are your intentions as you perform your magic similar to when i tried to reach out to um jeffrey's mama mm-hmm. the uh the big spido uh-huh. um big spido. i wanted to just ensure that everything was calm we weren't going to hurt uh hurt them or anything like that mm-hmm. um so I want to kind of convey that that feeling of, like, trying to do a little tree whisper. You want to be as a tree I go. whisperer. Yeah, I, like I want it. to be a tree whisperer as I go and, and touch the little snout and put my hand on the snout of the, <laughs> the, the snout. tree. The snout. Yeah. I just, like I just a little... had a really beautiful picture, just an image of, like, someone putting their hand on a horse head and it's yeah sorry it's i'm about beautiful. to cry it's beautiful <laughs> i'll name you mystery mystery <laughs> um oh great and okay. you're investigate and you're uh um all right you again establish this connection and this time you know what to expect or mm-hmm. you intuit what to expect 
something about you this time understands sort of inherently what it is that you're trying to accomplish here and what you need to do in order to do it. Maybe it's the confidence you have from understanding your abilities a little bit more fully or rather remembering abilities you didn't know you had, but you are utterly in control of the situation this time around. As you tap in to this consciousness, to this energy all around you, you are at first a little bit overwhelmed. There's that immediacy of sort of plunging into something so big and so vast. It's a bit like cannonballing into a pool of cold water. There's just so much of this sensation all around you, but after only a very brief instant, you sink into it. You understand where you fit in this vast interconnectedness of things, and you are able to communicate in the way that these trees are communicating, which is not a very effective way to communicate for humans, maybe, but for trees it seems to work. And you are so utterly certain of yourself and so utterly in control of this sense of calm and confidence that almost immediately that feeling ripples outward and the branches stop their rustling, they quiet. And the rumbling ceases to a peaceful hum. And the forest goes still. Am I hearing anything back from them? Like on the other way of the communication? Not so much, no. I think more than hearing, you're feeling. Right. You feel a bird land on a branch a mile away. You feel water running by your roots out in the middle of the forest. You feel the gentle breeze of cars driving by out in the middle of town somewhere. You don't know what any of these things mean, but you recognize them all intimately in the way that they affect this expansive creature. Well, I've done it. I've reached Nirvana. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to uh, uh, back out slowly mentally. Mm -hmm. um, And then... You did it. You uh, tamed the wild horse. Now you can go into the competition to win money for your mama's farm. Yes. Good job, Tim. Thanks. Proud of you. I love Mark the Horse Girl. Yeah. No one else understands me except for the <laughs> Yeah, except for the this horse. This forest and I are the same. <laughs> you don't like us because we're wild, but you can't control us. Um I guess I'm gonna I've never seen uh, anybody tame that forest quite that fast. <laughs> If it likes you that much, Adam it's yours. Adam Kennedy, it's yours. What's Adam Kennedy oh, doing here? Oh my gosh. He was the forest the whole time. Whoa. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, so what do you do? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go back to, uh, to my friends. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out how to say this. It's all really a lot, but... Um, We're all connected, man. We're all connected. Who was that? We've got... <laughs> that was that was me. That was your keeper speaking. Oh. God? <laughs> that was God. <laughs> yeah, no. There is no God. 
There's just nature. <laughs> Y'all. Yeah. Aren't they the same? All right. <laughs> oh, that's so true, man. Even though I'm getting my dinner okay. from a place um, called True Earth Vegan, I don't need this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um Yeah, so I don't know exactly how to explain it, but um they're not trying to hurt anyone. They're just trying to protect themselves. The the trees, I mean. They're just trying to Yeah. Figure figured that's what you meant. Right? Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I I felt like one of them for a second. Okay. Um that's wild and we'll unpack that later. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do now? I guess we try to shut this shit down. Yeah. I guess we got to Let's shut her down. I like that you guys keep trying to get me that button, and I'm just not saying anything, so we just keep going. (laughs) This thing was over before it even started. I I, I said roll credits. That means it's over. Yeah. No, 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 it's good. All right. All right.